everyone and welcome to Fantasy Football Wives episode three of season two. I am Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I am Sarah, a City fan, married to a Man United fan. So how have you been, Sarah? What's the latest? Uh, it's just making me laugh that in our notes you've just written blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Planning is the secret to a good podcast. Um, now, I've been fine. I feel like I've really switched off, though, in the international break. I didn't even watch the England game. Um, so I'm having to get my head back in the fantasy game, ready for this weekend, um, and to beat you. But you do have a fun fact, don't you? I do have a fun fact. I was listening to the radio earlier, and apparently they've come out and said that four of the bar decisions this year were wrong I can't believe and I that. reckon all four of them were cities of course you do of course you do so what you're trying to tell me is that actually you should have got three points against Spurs is that what you're saying totally totally and if at the end of the season it comes down to as close points as it did last season I'm to blame we know we know who's to blame can you can you ask your dad if he's got any inside info which are those four I will do I will do he'll probably just write that going I don't know anything about it <laughs> oh, but Annie, we could be the first podcast to break the news of which four were the wrong ones. But sounds. Like I mean, I feel like I already know. <laughs> <laughs> well, four game weeks, two international matches, and one manager down. We are well and truly into Premier League season. There are, can you believe, Sarah? Over six point six million managers uh, playing FPL. And spoiler alert: you and I were in the top third. <laughs> Woohoo! But it's still a long way to go, and uh, we're obviously here to help you out with all our great Top advice. third, day. What does it mean? Two point two million. I'm actually lying. I'm two point five. I haven't even. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. I actually, I looked at mine the other day, and I was like, "What? I'm over a million. <laughs> I've got a lot of confidence." <laughs> But if you don't trust our advice... <laughs> Can you redo that sentence, please? Sarah is in the top third. I, however... <laughs> Sounds like you've done it anyway for me, Sarah. But listen, everyone, if our advice isn't good enough, we've actually got a guest on tonight who is second in our league with 270 points. He is in the top 30,000. So he's doing a lot better than us. And we'll be getting his tips on what's helped him get there and what to do for the upcoming game weeks. But before we get into all of that, it's going to be bad week. So kicking off good week, uh, you'll be happy to hear this, Sarah. We're marrying it a bit with what went on in the international break, but it's been a good couple of weeks for Harry Kane, who scored five goals in 10 days. Now, admittedly, three of them were penalties. And according to Sarah, probably they shouldn't have been penalties because VAR's <laughs> getting all the decisions incorrect. But he's not missing them like Pogba or Rashford. So I think he deserves a place here this week. And you can tell that Anya writes the notes. <laughs> oh, can you? You've given me one. You've given me one. Second up, um, and not because the first one was Spurs, but Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne um, are in our good week. So both players have either scored or assisted in all their matches, giving them an average score of 10 or 9 points per match, respectively. So I guess I need to make an apology to anyone that listened to me last episode when I said, definitely do not put Aguero in your team. And at Michelle FPL, do not captain him. I am so sorry. 
I can't believe that. I'm so glad you've brought that up because I was going to bring it up later. But your words were literally, don't Captain Aguero. He's not going to get any game time. Two goals and one assist later. I know, I know. I'm so sorry, Michelle. I'm just hoping that you heard me and did the opposite. But <laughs> I fear, I fear you might not have. And she may have captained Sterling, like you, and it didn't work oh, out. Oh, no. Well, going on to our final good week, it's Manu's 20-year-old Daniel James, who got last month's Manchester United's Player of the Month. He scored two lovely goals against Palace and Southampton. That's actually how he came onto my radar because I had no idea who he was beforehand. And uh, he plays for Wales and he actually scored against Belarus as well in the Euro qualifiers. So he's only 6.6.1 million and currently second most transferred in player. So I think he's definitely one to watch. Just a shame he's Welsh, really. I know. With and Gareth the United player. With Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, these Welsh guys seem to, you know, they get all the good midfielders. Um, it was my dinner arriving. Um, yeah, no, shame he's Welsh. Bad week, on to bad week, Anya. So, um, first bad week is for Bolly from Wolves and Danzo from Southampton, who both got assists and then cancelled out their good work with some red cards. Every FPL manager's nightmare. And you know who else should have been in here? It was Chris Wood, my Burnley <laughs> forward, who scored an own goal. He has- I know, I was so enjoying watching that. I thought they, I was worried that he was on your team and someone was going to come off from the bench, but no, you just got zero points. <laughs> so next up in bad week, well, neither of us had him down to go first, but Watford's Javi Garcia has gone and he's been replaced by a guy they sacked in 2016 and whose name I'm going to struggle to pronounce, Kike Sanchez-Flores. That's perfect, Dania. Thanks very much. Uh, you are the one that studied Spanish, so you should know. I'll take that then. Muy bien. Muy bien. <laughs> so Watford sit 20th in the league, so he's got a good base to improve from. And actually, I was reading an article about the last 10 football managers and where the teams were when the manager got sacked and where the team was when they finished the league. So the best improvement was Gus Poirier who um, took Sunderland from 20th to 14th so got them out the relegation zone and some and then the worst was Rafa Benitez who came in to Chelsea when they were third and guess where they finished? Uh, 10th. No third. I basically oh. just stayed the same. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I hope it works out better for Watford. I like Watford. Yeah, me too. And not because we'll Elton see. John owns them and I love Elton John. <laughs> so um, last bad week goes to Newcastle. So they had the lowest attendance since 2012 last week um, as the fans boycotted the matches in protest to get Ashley to sell. So this year was the lowest season ticket renewal. They don't want to put money in his pocket. So, being a bit cynical, Anya, they were playing Watford, who are bottom of the league. Do you think they would have done it if it had been against Liverpool? Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. No. Negative. No. But um, I was reading the group's called Empty for Ashley. Empty for Ashley. I mean, is this the new Wenger out? Potentially. It's a bit more, it's a bit more action, though, isn't it, than Arsenal fans? Do you think we're going to stay at Newcastle fan TV? Oh... I bet, I bet it's no match on Arsenal fan TV. That is, that is brilliant, Arsenal fan TV. I haven't watched any this season, actually. 
I'm not surprised. <laughs> Must be boring now, Bengazel. What do you have to talk about? I can't even talk about Ozil because he's basically gone. Maybe talk about Pepe's 300 goals. <laughs> or David Luiz. <laughs> Are you with Nick? Is he happy? Dad, he can't hear anything. <laughs> oh well never mind well that was it for our good week bad week Anya and after the break we're going to be talking about our league and who won the last game week That's did you keep important. a clean sheet mm. Welcome back to Fancy Football Wives. I hope you did a lot during your long break. Um, so this is the part where we talk about our league, but before that, we talk about how we're doing. And um, this week, I could have got another clean sheet and been 4 nil up, but unfortunately, Annie beat me by a point. 3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-3-1-
Palace are going to beat you. No, I put not. money on it. No, I put not. money on it. No, they're not. Yeah. We're going to win like 4 0 and hat trick with Kane, and I'm going to have captain. Kane will have nothing to do with it. That would be hilarious. They'll all be penalties. VR would have got them all wrong. Right, on to our <laughs> mailbags. We've got four questions from our Twitter community. First question is from our lovely friend Jeff. It's not necessarily an FPL related question. Hi, Jeff. When you form a partnership with a best friend, is it more important to be the more attractive one or the cleverer one? Cleverer. Cleverer all the way. It's funny because I would have said it's the more attractive one. <laughs> I think that says a lot about how we see ourselves in our, in our friendship, Anya. <laughs> oh, good question, Jeff. <laughs> Next. Next. At Momo FL. Hi, Mo. We, we thought you'd stop listening because we let you down with your league and we're very sorry we are sorry but we love you mo and thanks so much for writing us a question so he's he's asking thoughts on emerson well from what i've read he's not playing so don't play him <laughs> keep awb that is aaron wambasaka just for everyone else to know um i wouldn't have a man you defender just because i i think their track record shows they can't keep clean sheets at the moment even when they're playing teams like Palace and Southampton that said he's a great defender in terms of tackles and getting bonus points so he could get you extra points but that's only if he gets a clean sheet and I don't see it and then he just stayed at Palace. and then this is actually Momo's third question he didn't just ask us one uh son, Three for one. son, son or Fardy what are your thoughts Sarah Fardy yeah, same. Scott. Son, wait until Harry Kane gets injured and then bring him on. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen at the moment with Spurs, uh, seeing that Ericsson has decided to stay, thankfully. Um, yeah, so I would I would sit with Vardy for the time being. At Kiwi Nick FPL, are... Oh, gosh, this is a tongue twister. Are Arsenal assets worth investing in? Well, with superior players like David Luiz, right? <laughs> so, so a couple of players you do not buy. One of them is David Luiz. But I'd say, yeah, definitely. They've got a good run of fixtures and you've got lots, lots of players to choose from. So you've got obvious choices like Obama Yang and Lacazette. And then you've got people like, God, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, Ceballos. Um I also really like the look of Gwenduzi when he was playing against Spurs. He's pretty good, but I don't know what he's going to be like in terms of returning points. And then your guy, Sarah, Pepe. Pepe, 300 goals, just got to start soaring them. <laughs> so I definitely think worth investing in. And final question from at Newton underscore DJ, who, by the way, I think is a new follower. So hello. Um, anyone keen on handsome Alonso punt while Emerson injured? Uh, not really. I wouldn't have a Chelsea defender, personally. No, negative. I've actually fielded two uh, Wolves midfielders this week in anticipation of a Chelsea collapse. Attractive or not, I wouldn't have them in. So um, that's all for now. Um, and we are very excited to be speaking with our guest, Nick Evans, um, who is a Palace fan. And more importantly than that, he is second in our league with 270 points. So stay tuned to hear what his tips are to getting ahead in the game. So 
So welcome back everybody to part three and I am very excited to introduce our guest, Nick Evans. Hi, Hi Nick. there, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. So Sarah, I don't know if you know this, I actually went to school with Nick, secondary school with Nick. Oh, is that how he found our league? And, well, we bumped into each other at Gatwick Airport a couple of months ago. I was with Roger going back to Geneva and Nick was en route to Santorini where I saw later on Facebook proposed to his girlfriend. That's correct. Yeah, that is correct. It was very, it was very strange, actually. I was just sort of um, wandering through the airport and uh, uh, I just heard this Nick and I looked up and it was you and uh, you haven't changed a bit, but that must be the, uh, the skincare business. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so we had a, a good, uh, a good catch up and yeah, you're quite right. It was uh, uh, about 10 days or so before, before uh, myself and uh, my fiance got engaged. So yeah, it was, uh, it was very nice. And, uh, and then, and you managed to tell you about fancy our fancy football league. No, do you know what it was? It was afterwards, actually. It was after she, which is obviously said sort of said congratulations, and she said, oh, "Would you like to join our fantasy football league?" And um, <laughs> I, I have to be honest, it was it was. Um, I made myself look a bit foolish because I, I sort of said, "Well, yeah, I'll, I'll join, but I should let you know." We're very good because my work league's very competitive, and I had no idea that you had this set up. So then, when I joined the league, and there was, a, you know, I think two hundred odd people or whatever, um, I didn't think it would be quite as competitive as uh, as, as what it was. Um, so. But you're doing okay. You're second at the moment with two hundred seventy points, but you are trailing thirty two points yeah, behind Lydia. I was going to ask is, if you but... knew who that was because that's an unbelievable total. I mean, she's not just top; she's top by an absolute mile. We're going to have to hunt her down, Anya. We're going to have to hunt Lydia down. I saw your um, stats. So you're top 30K in the world so yeah. far. Um, and, yeah, second in our league. Um, you didn't have a stellar game week three, but you had a good first two game weeks. Tell us what's 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 been the magic secret so far. Uh, well, my colleagues are going to listen to this, right? And they're the, they're the people that I try to beat the most. Um, but I'm going to have to just give away my secret. It's pretty obvious. But what I do, and I'm sure a lot of people will do the same thing, but what I do is I have a formula where I have three Manchester City players and three Liverpool players always because we're in an era where they just they just destroy everyone week in, week out. Um, you know, Even the other the other so-called big rest of the big six, they tend to, um, to beat everybody quite comfortably. So I just kind of think, right, well, if I can get three of each in, they're, they're normally guaranteed to win. Um, and that's half my team sorted out, and then and then I'll sort of rotate the other five depending on which um, which fixtures there are or which uh, players I think are in good form and stuff like that. But my backbone, my foundation, is always to have three Manchester City players and three Liverpool players, and then beyond that, what it is is Pep obviously likes to um, to rotate a little bit, but he tends to rotate the front players. So I think if I have a Manchester City goalkeeper and a Manchester City defender. Um, generally speaking, other teams can't get the ball. So they're quite often going to get a clean sheet. Uh, and then I'll take one Liverpool defender, which is Van Dijk, and he's just a, an ever-present in my team. Um, and then if I have um, Salah and Mane, they're listed as midfielders, but really they, they kind of play up front and they score a lot of goals. So they're constants as well. So I just keep those six players constant. Um, and it's expensive because it means I have Sterling every week, um, Salah every week, Mane every week. Um, so it means there's not much money left really for the for the front players. But what I found this year, I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it will stay like this. But there seems to be quite good value in the centre forwards because you can pick up 
like Pukki's value's obviously gone up, but at the start of the season, Pukki was was obviously going to, you know, play ninety minutes every uh, every week, uh, and he wasn't. Too and you brought him in. I can see it. Get- you brought him in, I can see, in game yeah, week Yeah, I, I bottled so, him in game week one. Because actually, when Norwich got promoted immediately, I thought, this guy's going into um, into my fantasy team next year because he scored a lot of goals and he, you know, he'll play 90 minutes every single week. So, oh. Well, there's an ambulance outside. I live near right. a hospital. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one I'm in London, so I thought it was more likely to be here. But okay, it didn't, didn't sound like a British <laughs> one. Um, People get ill in Switzerland <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, true. Fair point. Fair point. Um, but yeah, so so um, yeah, essentially that's that's my formula really. But Puki, um, yeah, I would have brought him in game week one, but I think their their first game was away at Liverpool, so I bottled it, and then I brought him in. Luckily, I brought him in time for game week two, and I think he got a hat trick then. So I was quite fortunate in my uh, in my timing. Um, but yeah yeah definitely and you had Abraham last week as well but I actually I'm going to back up a little bit because looking from your history it shows that you've only played for the last three seasons so you haven't been doing this for that it's long. not quite right because I did have another account where I had uh, a previous team on for, for a couple uh... of years but what happened was it was all linked to my old work at work address when I'd, I'd worked at that company for for 10 years uh, and then when I left um, I had to I mean I'm sure you could have changed it but for whatever reason, I started a, uh, a new one. But I think I played it for quite a few years. But what I tended to do was I was one of those people that started and was enthusiastic for five or six game weeks. And then I'd forget to change my team. And then I'd forget to look my login. And I would just sort of leave it. So I wasn't that great. The, the year that I, I it really turned and I became uh, a bit more... I want to say serious that sounds cheesy but but a bit more um interested in sort of maintaining an interest throughout the season was the year that Leicester won won the league because I was doing really well because that season if you had Vardy and Mares really early on and they were quite cheap and I think uh West Ham as well maybe that year but I had I just picked a good team from the beginning and because they were cheap and then their values rose up it was a really good that was a good year um but yeah do you know what that that was my that was my best season. I finished in the top ten k that season. Yeah, that is, and I and I think it's because I had Mares from the absolute start. That's it because you know it was just a lucky pick. I don't think anyone knew he. I mean, he was obviously promising, but no one knew he was going to go on to be quite so good. Um, and yeah, you know, and Leicester were going to have that incredible uh, incredible season on the whole. So um, that was the year I think that I started getting really interested in it. But it's gone to a new level now because I started my business. Uh, my own business with uh, a couple of other guys three years ago. Um, and so we have a league and it's just so competitive. And to, to be honest with you, <laughs> you know, I'm probably the least competitive of, of, of the others. They're really, um, you know, they, they, they read all the fancy football blogs and, you know, on the Twitter stuff, they listen to podcasts that they probably already knew about your podcast before I did. Um, <laughs> they probably didn't. We don't know. We honestly, we don't know how we've ended up in this gang, but we are part of the like fancy football content providers. Yeah. No one can take Sarah and I seriously, honestly. But the community is really, really lovely, and we've got on very well with some of the other bloggers and vloggers. And we get we get loads of tips from them. There aren't that many tips that come from our side. But Wait, um, Anya, Anya, you... Anya, don't talk it down. We're the number one. <laughs> I was going to say the number one female-led fantasy football podcast. I, yeah, <laughs> read only. I think you're doing yourself a, a disservice. <laughs> I think you're doing yourself as a disservice. We have to apologise. We have to apologise to people nearly every episode that we've given them wrong advice. <laughs> no, biggest learning from last season: no one listens to our advice. 
no one wants our advice <laughs> our biggest tip is actually don't play with your heart um and that's where I've gone wrong because I started off I'm a Spurs fan and I've started off with obviously three Spurs players uh, it's now gone down to two and honestly Lucas Mora isn't guaranteed an, a game time now that Christian Eriksen's decided to stay so I'm probably gonna and you're captaining for the next two games well, we're playing each other now. Yeah, we Spurs are. Palace. We are what do you think is going to happen? Um, well, so, Nick, I've just called a Palace win. I've, that's, really? That's my bet. Well, I know you, yeah, you do... Yeah, Palace win, came or tank. Well, I know you do a, um, a, a, a football fun fact at the, uh, the end you mentioned. Um, oh, but do. a fun fact for now is the last team to win at the Emirates, the Etihad, the Anfield, at the Anfield, Anfield and Old Trafford <laughs> in the league... Uh, in the Premier League is Crystal Palace is the last team to win yeah. at all four of those so we could add Spurs to, to no. the list I have to be I, I really don't see it as very likely though I, I, in spite of the fact I think we're fourth in the table at the moment um, we, we're not actually I don't think we look very good this year so I, I don't expect much um, from uh, from White Hart Lane do we call it White Hart Lane now or is it just called the Tottenham Stadium I don't know it's called White Hart Lane. Okay. I think they tried to call it something else and we weren't having any of it. That's so what's your tip? So by the way, so you're a Palace fan. Um, is it as boring as that's just your closest club? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that. But basically, my mother and father are not really football people, really. But my uncle, um, my mother's sister's husband, um, is a massive Crystal Palace fan. Has been going his whole life, and he's actually the official Crystal Palace historian. He has every program. No. He has every program home and away since the war. And basically, he started taking my, me and my sister when I think I was, I must have been eight, seven, or eight years old. Um, and basically, it's it's just something that's stuck. And I've had a season ticket ever since. I think when I was at university, I had a couple of years where I didn't have a season ticket, but I'd still go to games when I was back and at Christmas and few away games that were you know, close to, to the Midlands or whatever. But generally, I've been going every week since I was seven or eight years old. But it's child cruelty, really. I mean, it's not... I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I do love it. And obviously, we're having a really good good period at the moment, um, the last sev seven years in a row in the Premier League, which I never thought we'd see, because I always think of us as being a bit of a second-tier uh, team. Even now, it doesn't feel like we really belong. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's that, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll be going week in, week out now until until uh, the end of my life. But um, hopefully a few more years in the, in the Premier League. But I know what you mean about um, playing with your heart because that does interfere a little bit, actually, because what I tend to do... So, for instance, Palace are playing Spurs this weekend and my instinct would be, OK, I'll try and get at least one Spurs player in there. You know, Palace don't score a lot of goals. A Spurs defender would probably be a good shout. Um, but... I can't do it because it just, you know, morally it doesn't doesn't sit well with me. So I tend, I do sometimes, but I tend not to bring in players when they're playing against Palace. So you're going to keep, are you going to keep, are you in then? Yeah. I think he's going to get some past Loris. I might bench him. I might bench him. I haven't, I haven't, you know, I haven't really decided what I'm going to do with my team because I haven't wildcarded yet. So that's still a possibility. So I haven't decided whether, you know, he'll be in the team. If he is, he might be on the bench. So I really don't know what I'm going to do with are you, but he, Generally speaking, five million. Um, we haven't got a lot of options in terms of centre forwards. Benteke's obviously been woefully out of form for about two years now. Um, so yeah, Ayu at five million is he's definitely a good option as a as a squad player. 
Um, he's got he's, two in four. He's got you nine new points. He's got you nine points last two game weeks. Yeah, that well. was enjoyable. I was sat in the Homesdale Road stand actually when he scored that goal, and and after I was celebrating, I, I remembered that I'd brought him into my fantasy team. So it was a double, <laughs> a double win. <laughs> Double celebration. It's so good when that happens. So I know you're really competitive with your work league, but our listeners are dying to hear at least one top tip for this coming game week. You don't have to share who you're going to captain. Yeah. But if you're going to give one tip. The, the funny thing is, right, I, I'm really unsure. I have got one, but I am a bit unsure about what I'm going to do with my team because what I tend to do is I don't play with it until Friday when I've heard not heard the press conferences, but I'm aware of who's injured and stuff like that. And I've got the wild card option, so I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. But my tip would be Sebastian Haller at West Ham. I think he's going to score a lot of goals this season. Looking at him mm. uh, in terms of the value, he's, I don't think he's, he's, he's too bad a value. And I think he, he's going to be their main man. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if he went on to get 15 plus goals this season. So he's someone I'm trying to work in. Last week, it was a toss up between him and Abraham. And I went for Abraham. Um, which paid off yeah which paid off which did pay off which did pay off in the end but um, yeah but I think Haller scored as well so but I think Haller, Haller's somebody that I, I want to get in um, so that would be my my main tip I'm going to try and work him in somehow and you know pr- probably get some Spurs players in but I can't do that <laughs> not not yet yeah. not yet well I'm captaining Kane so um, I'm sorry in advance Nick if we uh, thrash you and he's scored all the goals that's nah, alright no problem be it, all, I've, 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 be it all penalties I'm, I'm an eternal pessimist so I never get too upset when we lose because I just expect it to happen to be honest a lot of the time so then you're pleasantly surprised if you uh, you end up doing well so it's <laughs> it's lovely to hear that you've heard enough of our podcast or some episodes to know that we do a fun fact at the end and it's a shame your uncle's not involved because he will definitely know the answer to this okay it's a fun fact related to crystal palace but i'm not gonna know it how am i gonna know well don't don't worry this it's not nu- fair it's a numbers answer okay so... oh they're my they're my strongest <laughs> Sarah, you've come out with some absolute blinders on numbers, haven't at least, you? At least I've got someone to do the fun fact with this week, the last couple of episodes. When you said the first bar was 180 metres that, long. That's the, that's the podcast that I listened to, actually, uh, <laughs> earlier on. So I, I, I did hear that answer. Yeah, I did think that was quite, um, well, punchy. <laughs> punchy for a bar, yeah. <laughs> and if anyone did listen to last week's podcast, um, I actually cut the whole fun fact out because it was so atrocious. <laughs> So here's the fun fact for this episode. Are you ready? Absolutely. The old Crystal Palace ground holds the record for the lowest Premier League attendance for a Premier League game. It was actually when Palace played, oh, so it's when Wimbledon, sorry, played Everton in 1993. What was the number of people that attended that game? Wow. Okay. Would you want it to the to to the nearest thousand or to the, <laughs> you just you an just actual a, number like right down to, and, to the last person? I mean, and you know what, what year was it, Anya? Nineteen ninety three. And the other okay. thing I'm going to give you is that the average attendance for a match is forty thousand. I'm going to say thirty two thousand in those years. Hold 30. on, the the lowest. Sorry, the lowest. Attending for a single match for a Premier League, and it match, was Wimbledon yeah. against Everton in nineteen ninety three. Surprised with Everton because obviously they're a fairly big club, but nineteen ninety three. That's the first year of the Premier League, so it wasn't anywhere near as much fanfare as today. And Wimbledon always had notoriously low 
attendances. So How many people turned up? I'm going for like six and a half thousand. Whoa. Well, it was... I'm 32,000. It's even lower than that, Nick. Really? No. 3,039 hardy souls. Why? Wow. That's a great fact. I don't know, Sarah. Now you've ruined my fun fact. I've got no, no <laughs> additional context. Now, Anya, I've got something to tell you about fun facts that you enjoy. So last week we had all our a... listeners, all our listeners, stop listening by this point. Is that what you want to tell me? <laughs> well, to be fair, last week we were like, if you're listening, let us know when you listen by tweeting us. And one person tweeted us, and it was no. Jeff. <laughs> Two people, Mo (laughs) Mo and Jeff. Jeff. (laughs) So I know the stats do tell me there were a couple of hundred more, but yeah, only two people tweeted us. Anyway, that wasn't what I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you that I had a family barbecue last week and I was put in charge of writing the quiz. Uh, And I really enjoyed putting this together and I did all kinds of rounds. And then I thought it'd be a really good idea to do fantasy football rounds, thinking that the questions were so basic, anyone could get them. Oh my god! No one knew anything. It went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> it Sorry. was so it was so awkward. But maybe I was thinking I might take the questions from my quiz and tweet them out. See if I get a little bit more uh, response. From are you the... are you basically saying that you want to take over fun facts, Sarah? No, no. I'm just gonna t- I'm just gonna tweet them out. But yeah, I was basically trying to be you with fun facts to my family and just. No one was interested. Um, Nick, Even James was like, this is the worst round ever. Sorry, by the way, I've just said, I've just said Nick on the podcast and my husband's answered because he, yeah. he talks so called Nick. No, Nick, as in who's recording right now, um, it would be great to know if your uncle actually knew that uh, fun fact. I'm sure he did as the Crystal Palace historian. And if he didn't, and that's that's a he's to be honest outside, do you know what it's really weird because he's one of those guys that his, his general football knowledge is is not it's not bad but it's not that great but his crystal palace knowledge is just unbelievable like he can tell you you know the, the attendance of a, a game from 1974 and who scored and i don't know how many corners there were he just he's just a uh, a crystal palace encyclopedia but because he's the question was about wimbledon yeah, he was on a game show. It wasn't Mastermind, but he was on a game show this year and he won it. Um, but it wasn't oh, Crystal oh Palace team. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, interesting. Very interesting guy. Yeah. And then what did the question have to do with Crystal Palace? It was the old ground that Palace played uh... at. It's the same ground. It was just that Wimbledon used to share it with us. It's um, yeah. sellers, but they used, to, they used to ground share with us um, before they kind of went. Moved to Milton Keynes. Moved to Milton Keynes and then split and turned into a new club and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Well, there we go. Sarah, you've my... met another Palace fan in the last couple of months who's apparently going well, to come on the po- podcast. He did say he's going to come on the podcast. She's going to name drop email it. But okay. um, Mr. S- Mr. Steve Parrish said he was going to come on our podcast. Oh, really? The chairman? Oh, wow. Chairman. That's, but yeah. I can, when he comes on, we can be like, yeah, we've already had a Palace fan. <laughs> he <laughs> probably knows a bit more than me. He tell us? <laughs> uh, he, did say, he did say he'd come on because he just does support women's involvement in football. So um, we will see. Yeah. I also interviewed a Palace fan this week. They're everywhere. Yeah, well, there's yeah, there's um, there's a few of us, believe it or not. We are um, we're not quite as um, quite as many as um, the clubs you guys support. But um, well, yeah, I have to say, I I've sat on the train home from the Etihad after we've beaten Palace five one, 
and sat in on the train in my city shirt like the only person going back to London um but all the palace fans were just nothing but nice to me oh yeah they were nothing but nice to me and I think it was as you say Nick maybe a pessimist mindset but they were like oh it is what it is and yeah, just... that's that's it. Well, we don't really go. I mean, saying that we've beaten all, all of the big teams. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's Brighton, of course. Well, we'd certainly be pessimistic about that one at the moment because they beat us twice last season. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, we did we did manage to win at the Etihad last last year. I still can't get over we it, um, which was quite incredible. But I think every yeah, other visit has been. I, I think. <laughs> well, no, the ones you. I think every other time we've been there, it's been five nil, four nil. You know, you've just yeah. demolished us like you demolish everybody else. Um, yeah. But we just but had yeah, that. they were so nice. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're not we're not a bad bunch on the whole. There's a few no. bad apples, obviously, but you know. Like in every, like in every group. So, Nick, thank you so much for coming on, giving us your tips. So, what we've understood: three city fans, three city players, three city, three city players, three Liverpool players is the magic formula. I tried sh- that at the beginning of the season, but then Alison got injured. <laughs> yeah, you chose. Yeah, I'm one sure. I'm one sure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was lucky because I had Edison and not uh, and not Alison. But um, yeah, that's. Um, I don't know. I th- I figured most people tend to do that through the, the the three and the three, but. Actually, when I look in my league, there's well in all my leagues, but there's a lot of people that don't do it. But I just think it's the easiest way. And then you've only got to worry about thinking of you know the other five players, which makes it easier to manage. Well, do you know what? We should get you to come on later on in the season and see when I've fallen way, way, way down the league. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and somehow Sarah and I have 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 gone ahead of you. Not sure that's going to happen. I think I'm like, how are you? (laughs) How are you getting on at the moment? I haven't looked bad, like thoroughly. And is doing terribly. I'm doing, I'm yeah. doing the worst. 17 points better than her. <laughs> I'm okay. doing the worst oh. I've ever done. But you know, at this point, it's, you know, I'm so I'm 60 points behind you, Nick, which is like millions of managers behind you. But it's so early on. And honestly, if I captain Kane, for example, and he scores two and assists two or whatever it is, like you can suddenly catch up really quickly. Oh yeah, it's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. I mean, it's I'm I'm, I'm very much in a false position. I don't expect to be <laughs> come the end of uh, of the uh, of the season at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, early on. You can you can have a fifty point game week or swing in a game week and it can shoot you up loads and loads of places. Or we've still got places. all our chips and long long way to go. That's and it. All it takes game is a, weeks. A good triple captain and uh, and you're you know flying up the league. Yeah. You should go triple captain on Kane. I oh. think. <laughs> well, on that note, everyone, I think it's definitely time to wrap up. But Thanks so def- much. We should definitely Thank have you. you on later on in the season. Thanks so much, Nick, for your time. Thanks for having really me on. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.